Girl, I just really need a pep talk. I am feeding it. So I have to protect it and provide for it just like I would one of my children. So I found with so many people, they're not if you don't really have that passion for it and that drive for it, then you're going to fall and you're going to stay there. You're not going to get back up because you have no motivation to kind of pull yourself back up. Everybody is going to try to say that you are an awful person or you charge too much. I know a photographer that charges $50. Um, There's always going to be someone that has something negative to say, or you're going to get friends sometimes that just really and honestly want something for free. And that's something that I've learned along the way is real friends will not expect you to work for free. If you worked at, say, a clothing store, I can't walk into your clothing store and try on the shirt and go, oh, you know, I really like this. Can I take it? No. They're going to say, you see the price tag. You have to pay for it. Well, just just slide it to me because I'm your friend. Just give it to me. And, you know, you're stealing from your friend. And that's not friendship. But for some reason, people think it's different with photography because I'm not actually putting something physically in your hand I'm taking your picture so somehow that makes it different for them to say oh well you know you're my friend can't you just do it for free well if I was your friend why would you be asking me to do my job for free this is how I provide for my family this is how I pay my bills so I can't afford to come and do all my work for you for free and one of the things I learned is really and honestly you cannot do stuff like that for friends I mean, A, they're not your friends because friends wouldn't do that to you. But the second thing is, honestly, you cannot lower your price for other people because once they see that you're willing to do that, it will never end. It will be a never-ending train of, oh, well, Tiffany told me you did her photos for free, so I was wondering if you would do mine. And then when you don't, they say, oh, well, she ripped me off because she did hers for free, but she wouldn't do mine for free. So you have to stick with your price no matter who it is, whether it's your family member, whether it's your best friend, a close friend, I don't care who it is, if it's someone from work, you have to stick to your price. This is your price. This is your name. You don't want to ruin your reputation of what you do. So everybody needs to be treated the same. And it's really hard because you will get people that will sweet talk you and try to, you know, get you to do things, especially with exposure. Um, That was a hard one for me for like the first three years of my business because everybody would say, Well, you know, I have this event coming up. I can't really afford to pay you, but it's good exposure for you because you'll get your name out there and people will know who you are. We'll publish your photos on our Facebook page. And that's just their fancy way of saying we want you to work for free, but we don't want like we don't want to pay you. But we'll put you on Facebook and maybe someone will hire you and then you will get paid from them. But we don't want to pay you. So you need to stick to your brand, stick to your price and do not budge that for anybody. You know, it sucks. Okay, you can't afford me. That's too bad. Maybe next year you can But we need to really make sure to stick to that. And sometimes it's hard because you're just like, oh, this would be an awesome event and I really want to shoot it. But it's just not worth it sometimes. If it is something, I mean, I have done it a few times. It was something that was really and truly and honestly worth it. Like a really huge event that everybody was going to. There's going to be a lot of, you know, a lot of faces there. Something that could really help with my business. And they say, you know, listen, this is what we're able to work with. Then sometimes there has been times in the past where I'm like, okay, you know what? This time I'm going to, I'm going to do it. But for the most part, it's a straight no for me. I mean, especially now, back then it was different because I was just starting, where now I've been doing it for almost 10 years. So it's like, I don't need exposure. I've been doing this for a long time. My name is well known. I don't need to do things for free. Um, But I mean, I still get people that ask me and say, you know, oh, this would be great exposure. And it's just honestly being nice 
I don't have to be rude to them, but I straight up tell them, that doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. You know, maybe next year or, you know, whatever. But that just does not work for me. But um, like I was talking about, falling along the way is like a big part of having a business because you're going to fall, whether it's through somebody else saying things or, you know, sometimes you're just going to mess up. I mean, for example, I'm trying to think of something here. I should have wrote this stuff down. I really should have wrote this stuff down because I'm just going with it and talking to you guys and just being open and honest, but I should have wrote this stuff down. Um, Honestly, like say it's just emails with a client. You know, you had a rough week. You're going through some personal stuff on your own. You say to the client, you know, I just lost an uncle and I just had a rough week. I'm sorry I wasn't um, responsive with your emails. My apologies. And try to catch up on the conversation. You might just have gotten a really grumpy person who, just like you're going through things, they're going through things too. And they're going to take their anger out on you and say, well, I waited for an entire week for you to answer. And they completely freak out at you. And if you don't have a backbone, that's going to be really hard because a lot of people will get upset. And I've had so many of my friends who have dealt with, whether it was a a bridezilla, a really nasty groom, it doesn't matter what it is, they've dealt with somebody and then they call me and they're like, oh my God, you know, I just feel so down. I I took two days to answer this lady or, you know, I told her her photos were going to be ready on Friday, but they weren't ready until Sunday and she completely freaked out. She threatened to take me to court, all the stuff over two days. And there are people that will do it to you. So you really have to be able to have a backbone and be able to stand up for yourself. And like I said, protect your business because it is your baby. So I definitely say that owning a business is not for somebody that's faint of heart. And like I said, not everybody's going to like you. There's going to be some people that think that you're an asshole. (laughs) And I'm just being blunt. There's going to be people that just don't like you, whether it's because you're too honest or you won't work for free. Um, I've had some really horrible people, you know, I've had some brides that were absolutely terrible to work with. I'm not going to name names because that's unprofessional, (laughs) but, um, I had a bride, you know, and this was another learning curve for me. Don't work under your price. There's going to be friends that are going to say, Hey, you know, Hey Kay, I really can't afford your prices right now. You know, I'm going through some things or whatever it is, or it doesn't matter. I really can't afford your wedding prices. Do you think you could help me out? Cause I really want to come to you. You're my friend. I don't want to hire somebody else, but I really cannot afford your prices. So do you think you could do it for 900 bucks or a thousand bucks, but I want this package or you like, you could take a couple things out, but can I have this package? Like maybe take away the engagement photos and like the boudoir shoot. I don't need those, but do like my full wedding for like a thousand bucks. And then you're going to be the person that's going to say, sure, because this is your friend, right? And you're like, oh, I feel bad. She's getting married. I don't want her to go get a hobbyist photographer that doesn't know what she's doing and end up with really crappy photos. So you do them a favor. And I've been bitten in the ass a lot of times when I first started for doing this because I did it. And it was a learning curve for me big time. I would say, sure, I'd go ahead and I'd do their wedding. And then they would expect all these free things of me because I was their friend. So it's like, well, she was willing to do my wedding for cheaper. So let's see if I can kind of push buttons a little bit, you know, give an inch, take a mile. So next thing you know, it's, oh, well, maybe we could do some of these. And like maybe afterwards we could do some of these and some of this and they constantly get trying to get little things in here and there where they can. And then, oh, well, I want to send thank you cards out to my whole family from the wedding. Could you make up a card for me and put the wedding picture on it? But I need you to have it done by Thursday. Could you send me that in an email? And then, da, 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 da. it's just one thing after another after another and it never stops. It's just an ongoing train of freebies. Can I get this? Can I get this? Can I get this? And it's like, these are all things you did not agree to. But now you feel obligated to do them because you're doing their wedding for them and they're a friend and you know they don't have a lot of money so it just kind of it keeps going. But the thing is once you say no 
and I can't do that, or this wasn't part of our agreement, then you're the horrible person, you're the horrible photographer, you're not doing your job, you ripped them off. And then next thing you know, they're going and they're yelling your name to everybody that they can talk to. Well, I paid her a thousand dollars and she told me I was getting this, 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 and this, things that you didn't agree to that were not in their contract. And then it's, she's a horrible person. She ripped me off. This is not what I paid for. So now you're sitting there going, what the hell do I do now? Because this person's ruining my reputation. They're going around and they're belittling me for things that were not in our agreement. So I really, really stress to everybody that I know that has a business or is starting a business how important it is to really know know your price and what you're doing. Make sure that you have a contract and that every single thing is in that contract. Every detail is in that contract of what they're getting and that they you both sign it. So that when things like that happen, you have that contract of saying, this is what you paid. This is what was included. And now you're asking me for this, this, and this. And then you're going to other people and bad-mouthing me because I helped you. I did not rip you off. I gave you what was in our agreement that is stated here that you signed. You know what I mean? So it does make it hard. And I've dealt with it a few times with helping friends and doing lower prices. And in the end, it always came back to, to bite me in the ass every single time. So I quickly learned, stick to your price. If a friend can't afford it, then it sucks. It does, because you want to help them out. But at the end of the day, it kind of ends up always biting you in the ass. So it's kind of that thing where you say, you know what? Unfortunately, I can't do that. This is my lowest package. Why don't we say, you know, you could pay me in installments. Even if that works for them, pay this here, this here, this here. And even with that, make sure it's in the contract that on these particular dates, they're going to pay in installments if they can't afford it in one fee. So that way you still have that writing, you have a contract, so on and so forth, so that you're protecting yourself and protecting your client. And the biggest thing is, like, even after that, it's at the point now where I'm like, is it even worth working with friends? Because it's not worth it if something like that does happen. You don't want to ruin your friendship. And that was a big thing for me is it's not worth losing a friendship. But at the same time, it also makes you wonder, were they really your friend to begin with? Because if they were, they wouldn't be bad mouthing your business on an agreement that you both made and signed. So I guess in the end, it's just friends don't ask for freebies, friends don't ask for discounts, or just don't damn well work with your friends. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a long nine years, and I'm still completely passionate about my business, but I've seen a lot of people that have fallen under because of it. I've seen a lot of my friends that have stopped doing photography, or they just lost motivation, or they start not doing particular photo shoots, whether it's, you know, we shot everything and then all of a sudden they were like, you know, I don't shoot weddings anymore because I'm just so sick of the drama that comes with shooting weddings. They lose that passion for that particular thing that they used to love. You know, four years ago, they were shooting weddings constantly and now they want nothing to do with it because they've dealt with so many terrible brides. So for me, I'm very particular about my work. Um, I'm really big on, you know, sitting with my clients, getting to know them and making sure that I'm a fit for them where so many other people kind of just meet them and it's like, okay, great, and then let's do this. So for me, personally, I like to actually sit with my clients and learn about them, talk to them, you know, make sure that we fit with each other, that we have good chemistry with each other and that we can kind of laugh with each other. I'm crazy. I like to laugh and have fun. I'm spontaneous. That's who I am. So if for me, I really struggle with working with a couple that is very mellowed out. Um, couples that are just like, yeah, you know, we don't do all that stuff. They Their chemistry is just different. They're not fun. They're not really those type of people that you can goof off and laugh with. And for me, it just kind of rubs me the wrong way because I'm all about positivity and I love being bouncy and having fun. I'm all about that. So for me, I can't work with clients that are the complete opposite because 
it's hard for me to have fun in my job and be passionate about what I'm doing when I'm not enjoying it. So if I'm at a wedding and that's that vibe where it's just like, oh, okay, you know, it's just, it just feels weird. The, the groom's just not really smiling. The bride kind of says she's angry and that's just the type of people they are. It doesn't mean that they're in the wrong, but they're just not a good fit for me. So I've learned don't put yourself in that position to ever work with clients that don't suit you. It's not about the money. Like, yeah, you know what? You might be going through a really hard time right now and be like, you know, I could really use that wedding money or whatever your business is. I could really use that money right now, but it's not worth it in the end because your creativity isn't going to come through when you're doing something that you're not enjoying doing that you don't want to do. It's not worth that extra money because in the end of the day, you're not going to do your best job. You're not going to give your all because you're really not enjoying it. So I've really learned not even to put myself in that position because I've only ever done one wedding that I really didn't enjoy. You know, the bride and groom just didn't, there wasn't any chemistry really happening and they didn't want anything fun. They didn't want anything cute. It was just kind of like, just, just take the picture, whatever. And it just rubbed me the wrong way. And I just, I felt like no matter how many poses I looked at, um, you know, I'm taking a picture, I look at the pose and I'm like, God, they just both look like so posed. Like I'm putting two mannequins together and I just really struggled with it. And I was like, this just isn't worth it because I'm trying to stress to them how important these photos are. And I'm trying to get them laughing and nothing's happening. And then in the end, I end up hating my own work. I'm looking at the photos when I get home. And I'm like, I just don't like these photos. It doesn't matter what I do. There was just nothing to fix it. And so I really am thorough with meeting my brides and grooms. I do an entire questionnaire with them, make sure that we're on the same level. Um, you know, I let them sit down and tell me about themselves you know, what they do for a living, show me some photos of some weddings that you really love just to kind of see what kind of stuff they like. Just joking around with them right straight from day one so I can see how they take me joking around with them. If they're like, you know, the type of throw punches back and joke with you, then I'm like, this is great. Um, but yeah, that is a really big thing. Like you really want to make sure that in any job that you're enjoying what you're doing, that you're passionate about what you're doing, that you're working with people that respect you and value you and that you can enjoy yourself with because you should never be in a business where you hate going to work. I don't want to wake up every morning and hate what I'm doing. I don't want to get up every morning and go, oh God, you know, I have to go to work and I really don't want to. I've done that when I was a teenager. Before I had my business, I was getting up and saying, oh God, I don't want to do this because I worked in fast food restaurants and I hated it. I didn't want to be there. I didn't like what I was doing. So every morning it was dragging my feet into a job that I hated doing. And now I'm doing something that I love. So once you find something that you love, you don't let anything jeopardize that. Nothing is worth me, my peace of mind and nothing is worth me losing my passion for what I do. So it's definitely a hard road. Um, it takes a lot of bumps and bruises along the way and then kind of learning from things and going, okay, this is how I should do this or this is how I should do that. And another thing with owning a business that I really love is when you meet people that are in the same business as you, who kind of let you job shadow, who aren't about, I want to bust your balls because I want to make sure that I'm always better than you. And I want to make sure that, you know, I don't want you following me around my job because I don't want you to learn how I do it. But people that are humble and are like, you know, I want to see you succeed in your business. Definitely come along. Like there's been so many photographers um, of mine, well, friends of mine that are now photographers that started out, you know, they didn't know really know what they were doing. They wanted to get a background feel of how things go. So I would let them come to like weddings with me and be an assistant for the day and kind of 
talk to them about this is how I do this this is how I do this and like if you ever do this make sure that you never ever do this because this is what's going to happen and you want to keep things in a good flow so that way when they start their first wedding it's not like a brand new thing for them where they're like oh my god I'm shooting my first wedding and I'm so nervous and I don't know what I'm doing and if I mess it up and then next thing you know there's little things that they forgot to do and you can never ever redo that once it's done it's done so I've been really big on myself on making or really hard on myself I guess you could say on making sure to to like always help other people because I didn't have a lot of people that helped me when I started out so I was new to the game was trying to learn I'm googling things I'm reading books but there's nothing that can really prepare you for some of the things you deal with uh, with clients um, with even working under stress and under pressure or on a time frame and how to properly run things smoothly so those are all things that you learn once you do it but the thing is how do you just go out and do it without really having some type of knowledge of understanding of what's going on or what to expect so I definitely suggest for like anybody opening a business to go job shadow a friend or someone you know who is in that industry that you're starting and really get to kind of follow them around and bring a notepad take some notes on like oh you know I never would have thought of doing this or you know oh this is really important I never would have thought that um so just so you're kind of prepared for when you get your foot in that door and you start doing things you kind of you might not know exactly what you're doing yet, but you kind of at least have an idea. So that really, really helped me. Um, yeah, you know what, guys? Honestly, like one, it's one of those things you're going to fall. It's just always picking yourself up. No matter how many times you fall, it's picking yourself up. And I always say to people that if you're comfortable, you're not growing. Because you have to do things you're uncomfortable with and get outside of your comfort zone to truly grow as a person and into your career of like whatever it is you're doing. You're not going to grow if you're just staying in this little comfort zone, this little bubble. Well, this is where I'm comfortable. So I'm just I'm just going to do this. I don't want to broaden it too much because, you know, it makes me uncomfortable. This is where I'm comfy. Well, you need to break out of that bubble and do things you're not used to doing. I remember when I started Boudoir, I was very skittish about it. I'm like, okay. I see boudoir photos and boudoir photos are absolutely beautiful but I'm like feel kind of weird to go into these you know rooms with women that are half naked and their little lacy bra underwear and their pearl necklace and like how do I get them to feel comfortable with me taking pictures of them half naked and to me I looked at it completely different than what it was and now I'm completely in love with it um now I'm going I, I mean getting the messages from girls that I get I get clients after my photo shoots that are messaging me back and going, oh my god, you know, I had so much fun. I was so nervous when I showed up and you were just having a blast and you had the music going and you were dancing with me and we had a glass of wine together and we talked about our passions and you were telling me how beautiful I was and you helped me get my hair right. And it it completely changed how they felt in that environment. So they felt sexy. I'm having a good time with them and laughing with them. I don't want them to feel like, all right, let's just get to work. I'm doing your photos, let's just get to work. I make sure to always kind of entertain them, be laughing with them. You want to make sure that your clients are comfortable with you and know they can joke with you and really feel naked, not just physically, but emotionally, that they can kind of let that wall down where they're uncomfortable and skittish being around you. And they're like, oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, this is a stranger. So, I mean, it's new for both of us. It was, it was new for her and it was new for me because I was just opening those doors to Boudoir. And then once I kind of learned okay, you know, being a bubbly person really gets you a lot farther than not being a bubbly person. Um, my attitude 
has helped me a lot in my career because of how bubbly I am. I get people all the time that bring their kids into me and then they'll say, you know, oh my God, I've never worked with a photographer that gets down on the floor and plays with my kids the way that you do. And like my kids scream and freak out in every photo shoot and they love coming to you. Like you get them laughing and you're playing with them and the photos always come out so great. And like, I don't know how you do it, but you're our family photographer. So it's really just getting outside of that comfort zone. Don't feel like you can't get in there and have fun with your clients and just have a good time. So I hope that I am helping someone out there. I hope that if you're starting a business that you just remember you're going to fall a couple times. Remember to get up, keep pushing yourself, keep going. And that no matter what happens, you have to remain positive. You have to always, always have that mindset that whatever happened yesterday, that was yesterday. Leave it with yesterday. But today is a new day and to keep going. And no matter what happens, no matter what anybody says, no matter if someone says, you know, your work is crap. I really don't like your, your stuff. Well, I'm just not for you. I might not be your cup of tea, but I'm this person's shot of vodka. <laughs> this person loves what I do. Some people aren't going to like you, and you just have to be okay with that because you're going to get people that are like, I don't like her, she's this or she's that. Well, guess what? Not everybody's going to like you, and don't be a people pleaser. That person's just not for you, and that's all there is to it. I hope you guys have a great week, though. I am going to head off and run some things for myself because I actually have a boudoir photo shoot tomorrow, so I have got to get some things done for that. I hope you guys have a fantastic week, and I will be back next week talking to you guys about some other stuff. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, but definitely make sure to watch out for our Instagram page. Have a good one.